Hello. You are about to travel through the sixth dimension. In its fullness exists cinema entertainment that creates many forms, all while maintaining the same purpose, to tell and explore magnificent stories of the burden of existence. This is a dimension of imagination. Your hosts, Adam and Bailey, will do their best to guide you through vast perspectives in cinema that create new dimensions for all to admire. Welcome to AB Cinema. Hello, everyone. It is Wednesday, May 18th. Uh, Bailey, how have you been? How was your weekend? It was good. Um, not a lot happened. I I decided to watch Dear Evan Hansen, and it was okay. There wasn't anything special. Um, but I watched that, and I finished The Godfather, which was good. It was a great movie. Well, there's another pod. I'm stopping myself yeah. now. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I knew you would get excited about that, but I did finish The Godfather finally. It took me like six times to sit down and watch it all the way through. Yeah. Um, but that's what happens when you have a kid. It takes two weeks to finish a three-hour movie. But the kid's worth it, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> and it'll be another month before I finish part two. <laughs> and I won't even give part three a try. I've heard it's just not good. You know, ironically, this is not part of our discussion. It wasn't on the docket. Have you been watching Halo at all, or did you give up on that? I gave up on that. Did you watch it? No, the big firestorm, though, in the past week is uh, is that Master Chief lost his virginity. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he and another character um, did the deed, and the internet and Halo fans are losing their mind because... That's not at all part of the games, nor does it have any element of that. In the game. It's just, it's hilarious. I thought the show ended already. Oh, no, it's still going. And it is, huh. it is turning heads left and right. The only show on Paramount that I'm watching is The Offer, which is about The Godfather and the making of it. Um, I actually really enjoy that one. I don't know if you've been watching it, but Miles Teller is a great actor. Yeah, I'm really excited to see him, honestly, in Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, and that comes out in just a week, doesn't it? Or... Yeah, and I couldn't be more anticipating of a movie right now. I could, I just keep watching trailers on repeat on my phone. Like, I just want it in my veins already. <laughs> I'm excited to see it. I, I don't know how I'm going to enjoy it because I I didn't grow up watching Top Gun. Mm. And so I'm curious to see how I'm going to enjoy this one. In my opinion, I think the first Top Gun doesn't hold up super well. Like, it's such a product of its time, and it's just so 80s, It's, but it's, like, also just so funny. I don't know. Like, it's good, but I'm really excited to see what this new one, because Tom Cruise just keeps pushing the boundaries of what we can see on a screen. I'm all for it. In a way yeah. that Fast and Furious tries to do, but does not accomplish on the same <laughs> level at all. I'm excited for this, and um, I'm also excited to see the first trailer for Mission Impossible, whatever one they're on. Dead Reckoning or what, something? Dead Reckoning Part yeah. 1 or something like that. Um, yeah, I'm very excited to see that. I think that's probably going to be like the reason I go to the theater, is just to see that trailer. But then yeah. I'll, I'm hopeful that I'll be pleasantly surprised by the movie. But we'll see and then, next uh, week. And then we're going to get the new trailer for the for the next Mission Impossible, which is... 
Beyond Dead Reckoning. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's a Spider-Verse joke. But uh, let's yeah. jump into the news then. Uh, first up, we have some news about Apple TV releasing some trailers for some DreamWorks films. Bailey, what are the films here in question? I forgot to delete that. It's actually not a DreamWorks film. I, you, I believe it's Skydance. You made me look like a fool. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it's a Skydance uh, animation project for a movie called Luck. Uh, they released the trailer on Friday the thirteenth, and it's about a, it's it's just kind of introducing the concept of like this, this organization that controls all the luck that happens in the world, and a human breaks into the, the office or wherever they are, this organization and, um, messes with all the luck that's happening, the good and bad luck, and it looks interesting. It looks cute. I'm sure my daughter will love it, and I'm sure lots of kids all over the world will love it. Um, but for those that aren't into animated shows or movies, there's a trailer for a movie called Cha Cha Real Smooth. And I think this looks just like a charming movie. Um, I It has... Um, oh my gosh. I can't remember who's in it. It has Cooper Rafe and Dakota Johnson as the main two main characters. Uh, also, Brad Garrett is starring in it as well. I'm I'm actually anticipating. I'm I'm really excited for this. I don't know if it's gonna be a really good movie. It did premiere at a fe- film festival last year, and it's sitting at ninety one percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. And I I'm just really excited. It just looks like a, a nice movie i honestly don't know what else to say but other than that just because like it's going to be really fun have you seen any of these trailers no i've not seen either one of these this is the first that i've heard about them so i'll have to check them out after the show wraps up here yeah i i'm curious to know what your thoughts are luck definitely doesn't it's it's an animated film but honestly i love animation i i think that unlike certain people at the oscars believe uh that that animation is something that is meant for all ages. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited to see all these things that Apple TV plus is releasing in the next couple months. Yeah, I agree. So I'll, I'll watch these trailers and let you know what I think about them later. Yeah, (laughs) please do. Uh, But moving on to the next subject, we have a new addition to the fast 10 cast. Alan Richson, who has previously been in Amazon prime's reacher and he's also he also starred in the first two seasons of DC's Titans, um, but they cast him in the movie in an unknown role, and that is according to Deadline. Have you seen him in any in anything, Adam? I've seen him in Reacher. You just said it, okay. and I thought it was dope. Okay. I, I saw the preview for Reacher. I didn't finish the show. I just saw what Amazon showed me before it came out and I I enjoyed it. I didn't I I didn't keep my attention for some reason, so I, I don't know if that's because it was an unfinished product when I watched it, but I've heard great things about it and people love it, so Yeah, it's just a bare knuckle like brawler. The story, you know, it's almost like I was trying to think of a movie that I felt like it should have been like, but it wasn't. But it's just like, 
It's all style. It's all action. You don't have to think too deeply about it. There is, you know, kind of a an interesting story at the center of it. But really, you're just in it, you know, just to like have some old school throwback action. And I like it for that. It really just it really gets its job done well. I'll, I'll have to give that show a shot again. Hopefully, I'll I'll like it more this time rather than the unfinished product <laughs> I saw a couple months ago. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. So, I mean, I'm excited to see him in that, especially because given his work in Reacher, it's just, he gets, he throws down in that show and he is a no-nonsense kind of guy. So I'm excited to see what they do in this universe with him. I just feel like now because they're really not getting the rock back, they're just like, we need to replace him with four people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I This Fast 10 movie seems like a train wreck, so. Yeah. Yeah, fasten fasten your seatbelts. <laughs> Seriously. Uh. <laughs> For the impending car crash. But moving on, <clears throat> we have some news over at Netflix, which is developing a Gray Man prequel with Chris Evans. Bailey, what is Gray Man? What do we what do we know about this? Gray Man is a movie that's directed by the Russo brothers for Netflix, and it's starring Chris Evans, uh, Ryan Josling, and why did I I keep calling him that? I need to stop. It's Ryan Gosling. Uh, <laughs> anyway, they announced that they're doing a prequel. We haven't even seen a trailer for this show yet. We haven't seen anything for it besides a couple of screenshots from the movie. And so I'm I'm curious. I'm <sighs> Netflix. It's another Netflix thing. So I don't know what to say about it. Once I see the once I see the trailer, I feel like I'll have a better idea of if I want to see these characters more. Um, but I'll just have to give it a chance when it comes out. You know, interestingly enough, I don't know if this is on the docket today, but kind of in keeping with Netflix, they're anticipating putting their movies in theaters and leaving them there for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, like with the upcoming Knives Out two sequel, they're anticipating that they'll leave that movie in theaters for a little bit longer. And that's probably to get a lot more box office, but also probably to cover some of the losses that they're experiencing and make back some money. What do you think about that? I said it when we talked about Netflix. They need to start doing more theatrical releases. That's mm-hmm. their movie studio, and they need to be if they want to be taken seriously, they need to take action seriously. And this is exactly what I said that they should do is yeah. that they need to release these movies in theaters where they should be and have them be there for a good amount of time so that they're actually making good box office revenue. Yeah, I agree. And um, speaking of, you know, movies released on streaming services, we had a prequel, we had a trailer for the prequel series Prey um, on Hulu. Did you take a look at this trailer, Bailey? There's really nothing in it. There really isn't. It's (laughs) the prequel series to Predator and, or Alien. I think it's Alien. No, you're right. It's Predator. It is Predator? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've never really watched those movies. I've seen the Alien movies, but I haven't seen the Predator movies, so... Yeah, that's that's some more classic 80s throwback action with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah and I, I don't know how I feel about it. It looks interesting. It just showed a really quick, a quick clip from the show. But yeah, it's coming. I'll have to give it a shot. I, I will... I'm intrigued. That's all I'll say. I'm just intrigued. I'm also intrigued, especially because I didn't know the director had also made 10 Cloverfield Lane. Have you ever seen that one? I love that movie. 
I love it so much. It's such a good movie. Yeah. It's so that one so that the director also made that one and I'm just honestly kind of excited just to see what they do with it and I mean they're going so far back that it's like a prequel prequel movie in the terms of like hundreds of years before the original or I could be wrong but I'm excited to see and this trailer piqued my interest even though it didn't give me anything which I guess is what a teaser trailer is supposed to do it looks it looks beautiful. I thought that 20th Century Studios was making an Alien prequel series where the alien was on Earth already. I don't know about that one, but I know this Prey one is about the Predator. Okay, because the I know you're I'm I'm right on that because I think Noah Hawley from Legion is doing that for FX. Oh, you're right. They're making a series about it. Yeah. See this one's see this one's a movie. That one's a series. These are two different projects. But you're right. I didn't even and know I'm this kind was kind of excited coming, to then. know about this one. I thought I didn't know that Prey was coming then. I thought it was the Alien the, show. The, the Alien show, yeah. No, we haven't seen anything from that one yet. But I'm also super excited for that one. Well, this is interesting. I wonder if they're going to try to do, <laughs> do some more Alien crossovers. versus Predator two. <laughs> oh, too gosh. fast, too alien. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but moving on, we have some social media reactions. From Stranger Things Season 4. Bailey, I'm sure you've combed through this. What is the consensus thus far? They are saying that it's the scariest season yet. And that it is a return to form to the first season. A lot of people were complaining that Season 2 and Season 3 were not living up to the the growth of the audience over the years. And I agree. I, I do too. And they said that this... This is a return to form for how scary the show is supposed to be and how it brings the nostalgic vibes back. Um, I saw a couple clips that were released earlier this week, and it was just really fun to see these characters back in action again. And the first episode is one hour and 15 minutes long, which it's that's long. down my Friday night. Yeah, I mean, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Stranger Things all in one day. I, I don't think I'm going to be working next Friday. Do, cell we'll, phone on, do not disturb. I will yeah. see you on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> if if each episode is over an hour long, I think they're releasing like five episodes. That's going to be almost a full season of Stranger Things. I'm excited. I, I, I'm excited, but I'm... I'm skeptical because I don't know what to expect. We've only had the one trailer. Well, we've had a few trailers, but the one everyone that I gravitate to is the big one that you know shows that, um, you know, everything the all over the place. Yeah, and I just, you know, you said it last time. You know, got to take it a little bit cautious with the social media reactions, as is the case. But. Um, well, to be fair, though, the last social media reactions that I was touting were Top Gun Maverick, and it's currently at 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. But, I mean, I just, if if what the reactions are saying is true, and it's more a return to season one, but also, like, more of a mature, um, like, it's growing with its audience, I think that's spectacular. And I can't wait to see it, because, you know, these characters have to, even the actors who portray these characters have had a lot of different experiences, so they need to be able to bring, you know, grow up in their own character as well. So I'm, I'm, I really am excited for this. Next week should be a whole lot of fun. Or oh, half fun, half scary, half tragic. <laughs> That's true. And if one of them's bad, 
like the two shows that are coming out next week like at least we have another show that we can rely on like i i i'm trying to be the hopeful optimistic here with obi-wan kenobi and and stranger things i i just hope one of them is at least good and i enjoy it yeah i think you're right i think i think one of them will bust and if i had to place bets honestly i think i'd place money on obi-wan but i could be wrong that's that's my that's my hot take for the day just because you know given the marvel tv runs i'm like uh and the book of boa fett uh but i mean yeah. deborah chow deborah chow talking about obi-wan makes me more in like interested in see what she's put on like her quote that i read today was uh you know i i don't think they ever stopped caring for each other mm-hmm. like obi-wan and anakin because you know at some point they were very close or um mentor and padawan so it's it's i i want to see that dynamic i i think they compared it to a love story which i thought was really interesting choice of words but it's also fitting because of the two characters because obi-wan had to take care of anakin as like a mentor or a brother which is how he essentially was to anakin and so like i mean one of the lines that hurts the most when watching revenge of the sith was like i loved you anakin and you can feel the pain and emotion in his voice. And I'm I'm excited to see that. And we'll I think we're gonna talk a little bit more about Star Wars in a couple minutes. I think we should move on to a little bit of some Marvel news. Do you think so? Yeah, absolutely. First up we have Daniel Craig, who was originally supposed to be in Doctor Strange as Balder the Brave and as Guardian, but refused because of COVID, which led to Don Trusinsky to come in during reshoots. Um what do you think? Do you think this was like an interesting missed opportunity? Would you have loved to see Daniel Craig here in this Doctor Strange movie? What are your thoughts? It would have been way more surprising to me than John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. I I love Daniel Craig. I think he's a great actor. I love what he's done with the Bond movies. I if if I, I it probably would have been spoiled to me anyway cuz every Marvel movie is. And so I Bailey, I think stay I off of Twitter, Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got to keep the news coming for these people. Um, I I would have been really interested to see Daniel Craig in the MCU. I hope that because this didn't happen that he'll still be in the MCU someday. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm curious to see what he would have done. I agree with you. I love Daniel Craig. I think... You know, his Bond movies are his main thing, but even in Knives Out, he's he's shown that he can really have some fun and be serious and carry gravitas when he needs to. So, you know, let's let's put money in the hat for Daniel Craig returning to the MCU here. Yeah, and, uh, I, I wouldn't mind him as a villain. I think he'd be yeah. a really good villain. I feel like even the villains kind of sometimes can steal a story if they're good enough or be just as compelling as our central character. Uh, and which, you know, Taika Waititi recently said that Dr. Strange, that his villain, Gore, Gore the, the God, God Butcher, Butcher, played by Christian Bale, is one of the most compelling villains in the MCU. So we'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Give it a month and a half and we'll find out. Oh, it's too long. Nah, I'll um, hold myself up or maybe. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> moving on, the new She-Hulk trailer came out today. And uh, there's an August 17th is uh, when it will premiere. Bailey, what are your thoughts here on the She-Hulk trailer? I really don't know. Like, it's the first trailer. 
it's like a teaser almost. I mean, it was a full-on trailer. But I I really don't know what to expect from this show. It looks weird. Like, I, I feel like um, one of my friends was texting me and he said that it, it felt like How I Met Your Father. Yeah, the I was show. just about to say this looks like a sitcom trailer almost. Yeah, and I wasn't really expecting that from this. I, I'm i curious to see how it's going to turn out because there's been a lot of reports that this show has not been good. I'm hopeful that it's just going to be so bad that it's funny and that I actually love <sighs> it. Because I don't think I'm going to like it based on what the trailer showed. It it looks like there's going to be some funny parts to it, but I'm I just... I. I keep stuttering over this. I, what are your thoughts? I know that you've been kind of a little down on some of the Marvel shows. I, do you have hope for this? It just seemed very, it seemed like an odd trailer to me. And I don't know. I I don't have high hopes for the show, given this trailer. That's my That's my opinion. And especially with the way Moon Knight wrapped up, it's just I have such a bitter taste in my mouth right now. And so, like, I don't know. I don't I think it won't be good, but I could be proven wrong. But in but from the trailer, I'm like, I'm kind of out on it. I'm more excited for Miss Marvel than I am for She Hulk. And the reason I'm excited for Miss Marvel is because it feels like a John Hughes kind of that tone of that teenage drama. And yeah. I'm excited. I like. I'm a sucker for those, and so I. I'm really hopeful that that's actually a lot better. And I'm. I feel like I have to watch these shows with the mindset of, not everything that I'm watching for the Marvel universe, is supposed to adhere to my tastes. And I. I feel like that's a big thing that Marvel has been taking a risk with, um, like we said in the Doctor Strange spoiler review. I think they were taking what Martin Scorsese said really seriously. And and they're doing that with all these shows, trying to dip their feet in different genres with the horror elements, the comedy. They're, they've, they've been pretty good with their comedy so far. But I feel like they're just trying to get into different mindsets for their films. And it, it's been hit or miss so far. I just feel like even still, yeah, I mean... This is my last thought on this in the middle. And then if you want to retaliate, you can. But, like, even still, like, they're trying to dip their feet into different things, but they all have to still be in the sh- in the cookie cutter, you know? Or, like, in Moon Knight, they're really trying to tackle, like, this identity crisis and this character development, all these things. And then in the last episode, they throw it all away and go back to the formula, which is the big fight, the big climax, whatever. So, I, like, we'll we'll see. Honestly, Moon Knight, I missed seeing the superhero in action. I mean, it's a superhero show, and I felt like we didn't get a lot of superhero. And so it was a weird balance that they were trying to do, and I, yeah. We should move on to Echo. (laughs) Well, go on, Bailey. Give us your thoughts. What's the news on Echo, Bailey? It's releasing in 2023. They just started production on it, and they released their first photo. They also announced the cast, which we don't have listed here, but um, 
it's going to be an interesting show. It's not really a show anybody was really asking for, but it's coming. And it'll be here next year, so hopefully Daredevil is a main player in this show. He wasn't announced in the cast, but I feel like he's really the only hope that I have for that series is him showing up. Yeah, or Kingpin calling the shots with the blindfold on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for my opinions on Echo, see above. Uh, moving on, we have Pixar announced their new film, Elemental. Uh, Bailey, what did we what did we see from this? Because they also released some some concept art, some photos. What do we know about this movie? Yeah, they only released some concept art and the title card for it. It honestly, my first thought when I saw this was it looks like Osmosis Jones meets Inside Out. Did you did you happen to see the concept art? I just saw the one where you had like the two characters and one of them was like fire. That was it. That that's all that they released. So <laughs> that looked very inside outy to me. Yeah, I meant the the water character that was standing next to the fire character. He has oh, this like, like that, that's the Osmosis Jones. Yeah, it's Osmosis Jones and um, Joy from Inside Out. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I, I love everything Pixar makes. They've never disappointed me. Well, Cars too. <sighs> never mind. That's a different pod. <laughs> <laughs> so go check out those images. They're online if you just Google uh, Elemental First Luck. Uh, so, Bailey, we said we'd get back to this. Star Wars. What are we? What's going on for the next year in the Star Wars-verse? Honestly, I think it's going to be happening more for than a year, but um, Kathleen Kennedy came out. There was a massive interview um, for Vanity Fair that happened on on Tuesday morning that was released and and they um they announced that we're going to be getting Star Wars shows essentially every 3 months for the next year starting with Obi-Wan and I'll just go down the list of the shows in order and I'll do a brief explanation for some of them Obi-Wan Kenobi um we've all seen the trailers for it we're excited well some of us are excited for it <laughs> um Andor comes out at the end of summer and this is the spin-off to a Rogue One's the Rogue One a Star Wars story which I am very anticipated for this one because uh, it has the writer from the Bourne series and I I I love Bourne and I think that that style will fit this show um then we have Bourne the, the show or Bourne the movie the movie okay yes I have not watched small... Treadstone yeah there's a small show on USA at some point yeah I think it got canceled too. Um, <laughs> and then we have The Mandalorian Season 3, which comes out at the end of 2022 or the beginning of 2023, which will just follow the adventures of Din Djarin with Grogu. And then a couple months later, we're going to be getting the Ahsoka TV show, which will follow Ahsoka after the events of The Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. Um Shortly after that, we're going to be getting the Acolyte, which is set in a completely different era, a um, hundred years before the New Republic, which we see in the prequel series. And I'm very excited for that one because it's supposed to be the rise of the Sith during this time period. And so I'm hopeful that we'll see some pretty interesting characters. And after that, we're getting a a John Watts show john watts is the director of spider-man trilogy and he is coming on to develop a stranger things-esque 
Amblin Star Wars series. And so I think it's going to feel more sci-fi than Star Wars and have a little bit more of like a thriller supernatural feel to it. I'm excited and, and intrigued by this. I don't know how it's going to go, though, because it sounds like a weird combination. Stranger Things meets Star Wars. What are, your, what are your thoughts on all of this so far? I feel like it's, to me, it's just becoming more and more of like a quality issue. At what point will I watch these shows because I have to? And at what point will I tap out because I don't feel like I need to anymore? You know, I listened to a podcast where somebody was saying that um, it's it's a slash film daily podcast, but one man gave his opinion where he was watching The Mandalorian, and at the end of the first episode, when they brought out Grogu, who was then termed Baby Yoda, he immediately was not involved in the series anymore because he felt like he was like, I felt like I knew what they were trying to do. I wasn't on board with it. I, I turned it off. And so I just feel like, that's not saying like honestly of these move of these shows that I'm excited for. I'm really excited to see Obi Wan. I hope it does well. I just am pessimistic right now given the state of Marvel TV, um, and Disney Which Plus is, TV. It's funny because Marvel's it's a different studio, but oh, I know. But, but like it's it's under the same umbrella, you know. It's the and same parent why. company, but different studios. I mean, it's <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy. That's that's who we have to blame for it because. The but Marvel then we also have is... the book of Boba Fett. Ugh. You know, and that's what I wanted to say is that it's just like, I'm pretty sure Boba Fett to Boba Fett diehards to original trilogy diehards, the book of Boba Fett was to the original trilogy as the Avatar The Last Airbender movie was to the original show. You know, like they Mm -hmm. took a character so iconic, so this and that, and it just completely ruined him because they needed to mine for money with this thing. So again, I'm... Like a small part of me is like, I really hope these do well, but I won't be surprised if they don't. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm very hopeful for most of these because like, I don't know, because I've watched like the Clone Wars and um, Rebels, I'm very excited for what Dave Filoni is bringing with a lot of these characters because I'm pretty sure he's got a really huge control over the disney plus shows which is also concerning because book of boba fett wasn't good at all and i i'm just hopeful that they're that they have good stories for these characters i agree like i said i'm hopeful that they have good stories i just wouldn't be surprised if they're just story you know if they just exist for the sake of existing but you know we still have more news on the star wars front ryan johnson trilogy is still on but apparently it's been placed on hold. Bailey, what are your thoughts, opinions about this news? Yeah, so the reason it was put on hold was to give the fans a little bit of time to let their flames burn and uh, <laughs> let them simmer down a little bit before this trilogy gets made. I am actually really excited for this. I think Ryan Johnson is an incredible filmmaker, and I love what he did with Knives Out. I like The Last Jedi as a film, not a Star Wars movie, and I'm I'm intrigued to see what he does in the Star Wars universe with some creativity and originality behind him. It's going to be a while before we see this come to fruition because there's still like three other projects that are coming that we're going to be talking about, but I just I I hope that fans give him a second chance like we're giving Hayden Christensen a second chance. 
with Obi-Wan. Yeah. Yeah, but, and, yeah. I like Ryan Johnson. I feel like he's, for me, he's kind of a hard filmmaker to nail because I feel like he he makes movies about movies and sometimes that doesn't sit well. Like, The Last Jedi was basically a conversation with all prior Star Wars movies and Knives Out is basically a conversation with all, you know, Agatha Christie films and just the topic of whodunit murder movies in general. So I like Ryan Johnson. I really do want him to succeed in this. Uh, and then we have some news on Taika Waititi, whose Star Wars film is releasing next. Uh, what do we know about this one? Any, well, this anything? Kind of, no, we don't know anything. Um, we just know that it's coming next. And it's not going to be coming in like the next year and a half. Um, I imagine it'll probably start filming in the next year. But um, the surprising piece of news about this is that this is the next big Star Wars movie. Um, and the reason it's strange is because Patty Jenkins, the director of the Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 84, uh, was going to be directing a Rogue Squadron movie, which is described as Top Gun in space. And I was really excited for that one. I, I love the X-Wings, and I, I think it'd be really fun to get like a, a gritty space Top Gun film. Um, kind of like uh, Rogue One was. I was just about to say the 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 dog fighting in Rogue One was phenomenal. And I was really hopeful about that. I don't know what's happening with that one now. I think that one's also on the back burner while she's finishing her um, her Wonder Woman three movie. And hopefully that's better than the last one too. But yeah, I'm excited for Taika Waititi to bring his his taste to the M- not MCU. Oh wrong universe i'm excited to see taika waititi bring his taste to the star wars universe and to uh, make us laugh in a galaxy far far away i agree i'm a big taika fan big taika fan so whatever he does i'm on board and uh we have a waldron feige produced star wars movie what do we know about that bailey who's waldron michael waldron the author the writer of doctor strange in the multiverse of madness and the Loki series. We we had briefly talked about this last week, and um, Kevin Feige is producing a Star Wars movie that Michael Waldron is writing, and that's set to come out after the Taika Waititi film. So there's no news on a director. There's no news on casting or anything. It's just in the production phase currently, which may mean that it doesn't even go through, but I would be surprised if this film didn't get made. Yeah, and like... They'd bring Kevin Feige over, so maybe we'll see if we can do some movie magic on uh, the Star Wars front. But uh, do you have any any closing thoughts, any closing remarks on all the news that we covered today? I enjoy this stuff. I, I'm excited to see what we get next week with Obi-Wan and Stranger Things. And I'm just, this is a good time to be a movie fan right now. There's, there's so much at our fingertips uh, that's coming out with marvel star wars netflix even though i have my gripes about netflix i i'm (laughs) i should not be as judgmental about them as i am it's just a good time to be a movie fan and i'm here for it i'm here to embrace it all so i agree i think it'll be fun listeners be sure to stay tuned because we'll talk about stranger things we'll talk about obi-wan we'll give our thoughts and opinions on that i will talk about top gun 
I'm already so excited. In my movie, in my mind, it's already the best movie of the year. But Do again, you have your tickets just, for that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I got my tickets for that. Don't even worry about it. I still need to get them. We'll see. So uh, yeah, Top Gun. I can't wait. Um, that should do it for our episode today. Please be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast. Leave a comment. Let us know how we're doing. You can also reach out to us on social media. You can find us by looking at by searching for us as AB Cinema, AB Cinema Podcast, AB Cinema Pod. Our email is AB Cinema Pod at gmail.com. Please follow us, send us a message, let us know how we're doing, let us know what you'd want to hear about, things that you're interested in, that way we can cover them on the podcast. And uh, again, also give us your theories, your thoughts, what you think about everything that's coming out. We'd love to hear from you guys. We hope everyone has a great and wonderful day. And as always, keep watching movies.